Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Healthy for My Purpose. We are so glad to be back with you another week. Um, Just wanted to jump right in and um, let you guys know that we are having so much fun in the Daniel Fassa Bridge to Healthy Living Facebook group. If you have not joined and you are on Facebook, go ahead and um, send a request to join and get into this party, guys. It's great. It's a it's um over 10,000 women who are on the same path to wellness. Everyone's at different places, of course, but it's a great place to um, really just pursue your health goals and have that kind of community. Also, <clears throat> we're excited because coming up, we are just about to launch the opening of the Healthy Christian Woman Bootcamp. We have the waiting list that is open right now. So go ahead and get your name on that list. Um, The Healthy Christian Woman Bootcamp is all about entering into the season of enough is enough. It's about getting your health goals on track, losing that weight, getting off that medication, um, and just really getting healthy so that you can live out your purpose. So you don't want to miss that. Go ahead and get on the waiting list because we are going to be launching it any day now and you don't want to miss that email. So I will leave um, a link for that in the show notes as well. But we have a awesome episode today and I think it kind of fits in to just how important um, our health is when it comes to <clears throat> our faith, it comes to our bodies being the temple of God um, and us nourishing that. And Gigi and I are having a candid conversation about <clears throat> is the church making us fat and sick? And so we really dive into what is the role And the responsibility of the church not only being a place of physical healing, sorry, of spiritual healing, but also a place that nurtures our physical health and nurtures our temple. Because ultimately, symbolically, the church is the temple right but we know that in that that the bible says that our bodies that the holy spirit lives in us is the temple of god and so if we are reverencing the church how much more should we be reverencing the bodies that we have in which the holy spirit is actually living in and so we have a very frank conversation about what are the contradictions there in the church and how can we um, promote health and wellness in the church and advocate for that? And so you're going to love this episode. It's candid. It's raw. It's, you know, to the point. But I think it's an honest conversation that I think we need to have as believers to check ourselves and to challenge ourselves and to grow um, in this time. And so <clears throat> without further ado, let's jump into the episode. Do you believe that God wants you healthy? Then join me, Cersei Blue and Gigi Carter on the Healthy For My Purpose podcast, where we help you realize the relationship between your health and your purpose. We share how eating like Daniel can revolutionize your life. Through discussions and interviews, we challenge you 
to discover the powerful connection between plant-based nutrition, your body, and your faith. It's time. So the elephant in the room. All right. I know. I know. I know. I mean, I, so the churches that I attended growing up, mm-hmm. um, we had the, um, the whole food in the basement after the service thing. Mm-hmm. And it was processed meats. It was, you fried know, fried foods fish, and donuts mm-hmm. and bake sales that seemed seemingly innocent, yeah. you know. Oh, we're selling donuts to raise money for the choir. And it's yeah. like, right, okay. Yeah. And so it's normalized, mm-hmm. you know, this toxic food environment yeah. that is, you know, across everything. Yeah, so it's you everywhere. It's, it's everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. That it's everywhere includes the church. church. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, you know, you and I have talked before mm-hmm. about the history around tobacco in the church. Yeah. Why don't you just share? Yeah, a we were that. just talking about earlier. We were saying there was a time where pastors used to smoke in the pup in the pulpit, and that's because at the time we didn't see cigarettes. This is when the culture was just seeing cigarettes as harmless. It wasn't something that caused cancer. I mean, we know now that smoking causes cancer. We know the dangers of cigarettes. But mm-hmm. when cigarettes first came out, doctors were actually prescribing it mm-hmm. to people to relax and doctors were smoking and everybody was smoking. And mm-hmm. if you look back in the early movies, everyone was smoking on set. There was no, you know, now we don't even smoke indoors. People mm-hmm. don't smoke indoors. But back then there was no division. It was just smoking was great. Mm-hmm. And so when they finally, which the research was out there long before it even came to the public, but that's another story. When they started to realize, wait a minute, after they had to fight to get this information to the public that this causes cancer. Mm-hmm. Of course, the church realized, wait a minute, this is, this is, this is a, this is a drug. This mm-hmm. is something that kills us. Mm-hmm. So we can't, you know, so that kind of disseminated, of course. And I think the same shift has to come for what we're dealing with when it comes to food. Mm-hmm. I think food is one of those things that, um, the research is there mm-hmm. that certain foods cause just like the cigarettes caused cancer, diabetes, high blood pressure, mm-hmm. heart disease. And now we're realizing that the food is connected. Right. But I think the church's responsibility now is to, as they did with the cigarettes, is to start looking at food as, wait a minute, these are harmful to our temple. This is harmful to our bodies. Mm-hmm. As a pastor, and I'm just using it as a pastor, but period, you wouldn't want anybody to be smoking, but we can't be eating these things anymore right. because we should be a beacon of light. Um, and so this is, I think, where we're going to be challenged to really set ourselves apart from the culture. And I love, I mean, this is mm-hmm. what the Daniel Fassett Bridge to Healthy Living is all about. It's inspired from Daniel setting himself apart from the culture mm-hmm. and taking a stand and said, you know what? This way that the culture is eating the king's diet, mm-hmm. you know, sacrificing to animals, the meats, the alcohols, all this stuff that doesn't go with the way of, of, of the way the Jewish people were, were told to do things that was standing out in the culture. So I believe Mm -hmm. that we're in a Daniel diet moment Mm -hmm. in the 21st century, Mm -hmm. because I believe that we are called to make a decision to say, listen, we're going to back out of this. Give us 10 years, give us 10 months, give us 10 days, Mm -hmm. but we're backing out of this. Um, and we're going to do it our way. And when we see this happen, when you look at the Seventh-day Adventists, who are one of the ones that are actually 
in the blue zones mm -hmm. when they they are ones that for example stepped out of the culture and did they not like daniel stand out they are one of the blue zones as a matter of fact they are one of the top blue zones i think they're number one when you if you break it down by order mm -hmm. and these are people who decided that they're they're going to step out of the culture and mm -hmm. not eat these foods mm -hmm. and they have stood out mm -hmm. but i believe that the blue zone that those seven-day adventists and loma linda have is a call for the entire church. Right. I feel the entire church, not just that one little population in Loma Linda. Right. I believe the whole church should stand out where they're like, wait a minute, these people are stronger and right. and, and, and more wise. Right. And, and when they're looking to them for the answer. Right. So now when you look at Daniel, the script is flipped because it's like, okay, we're eating this, but look, why is Daniel prospering like this? Mm -hmm. What's what is he doing? And I think if we take that kind of stand we will be the beacon of light. Right. Instead of succumbing to the culture, like the hospitals were serving these foods and oh, the schools yeah. that are serving these yeah. our children. Have we drank the Kool-Aid? Mm -hmm. We've become a part of the system that's perpetuating negative health and we're doing it right in the church. We're having funerals that are burying people and doing a eulogy for heart disease and then we are feeding the people the thing that killed the person. Right. It's got to stop. And we have to be we have to stand out in the culture. And I feel Daniel's diet is a way to to feel inspired as a church yeah. to do it, to yeah. not feel scared to do it, but right. to say, you know what, let's follow in his footsteps and see what God does. Yeah, but let's face it. I mean, I think the people who are, you know, running these churches yeah. have the same cognitive dissonance that yeah. everybody else has, yeah. right, in, in, in this country. And yeah. Even parts of the world that have adopted the diet. From yes, the it's kind of like the doctors. They were prescribing cigarettes, but they were smokers too. Right. So I totally get it. But yeah. this is why I believe it's a personal transformation first. Mm -hmm. Because once you get it, it's just like the cigarettes, those pastors that were smoking, I don't know if they went into rehab. I don't know what they did to stop smoking. Right. But the whole point is they were convicted. And it starts there. Right. Because unless you're convicted, you're not going to pray about it. You're not going to wrestle with it. Right. And I think by us coming to grips with the fact that these foods are toxic, that they kill, that they mm -hmm. dishonor our temple, that mm -hmm. they pull us away from the purpose that God has for us. You have people in the church who are dying that don't get to fulfill God's call, that they were called to something. Mm -hmm. They weren't stewards of their health, so they lose their purpose. Yeah. And so I think it starts with us acknowledging that what the food is doing, looking at the studies, mm -hmm. seeing what's happening, and wrestling with it. Because I think if we start wrestling with it, pastors will feel the conviction, they'll change. But we're all walking lambs to the slumber, like zombies, and not breaking through. And I think this is where those of us who God has given this mission to do, I think that's our job to wake everyone out of their sleep. Mm -hmm. And I think that's part of what the Daniel Fast and Bridge to Healthy Living is about, yeah. is waking people out of that slumber and saying, hello, the food is killing you. I mean, yeah. like we were watching, they're trying to kill us <laughs> last <laughs> night. The food is killing us. Yeah. And we have a responsibility as God's people to honor our temple and to be a beacon to the world. Mm -hmm. And we're not doing that because the food is killing us. And it's also clogging our spiritual and mental minds, which in a way even takes away from the way we could be living out our purpose for God. Yeah. We're not on the highest frequency because we're, we're clouded. We're clouded with ailments and, and, and disease. Yeah, and, side effects and side medications. Effects and side effects from medications. Yeah. And that, that can't be God's best. Mm -hmm. It can't be God's best. No. So 
So you're, um, I don't know, you're at the grocery store, or you're somewhere, yeah. you run into a pastor. Yeah. And, and you have, you, 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 this, somehow this conversation <laughs> comes up. How, yeah. how, how does it go down? <laughs> well, I don't know. Um, because I look at, pa I, I think it would go down like I would anyone else, because I think pa pastors are people first. Yeah. And that's why I think it's part of getting that personal um, revelation just like how we talk with the women in the Daniel Pastor Bridge to Healthy Living, it's yeah. getting that 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 awakening of wait a minute, you're right. You mm -hmm. know, the food is killing me. I I can't pray over this food that is causing heart disease. I can't pray over this food that is causing me to you know whatever obesity and other things. Um, and I I think it's just bringing up the conversation because I think the truth be told is a conversation a church is just not having. Right. And I think by initiating these conversations and having these conversations, it allows God to convict. It allowed God to, to nudge us in that direction. But if we're not talking about it, which right. like you said, the elephant in the room is the problem, is that people are dropping in the church, people are having all these different chronic health issues just like anybody else. Mm -hmm. We're dying at the same rate, we're doing everything at the same rate, we're not a Daniel in our time. Right. And so we're not having these conversations, we're just burying these people and saying, oh poor so-and-so. And right. We're not addressing why, we're not addressing the food. Right. Um, and I think it's time that we do that. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah. So what about from the perspective of the person in the congregation, the believer. Yeah, I think it, and I think a lot of times we put so much emphasis on the pastor. The pastor is guiding us, which I, the pastor has a lot of, you know, leadership and all of that. But I think as a believer, we all have to get that conviction that number one, God wants me healthy. Mm -hmm. And what does healthy look like? And being willing to face the truth. Because I think what we do is we make up what healthy look like to fit our scenario. Yes. You know, so if, if healthy is, you know, eating, you know, yogurt or, you know, whatever yeah, it is, yeah. we, we get comfortable salad. in it. <laughs> yeah. And I think this is where I feel like there needs to be education to the church to say, listen, this is not really what health looks like. Let's look at the science. Yeah. Let, look, let's, let's be inspired by Daniel. Right. Um, let's look at the what's happening and then let's take an honest look of what healthy is and then look back and say how can i honor my temple but we have to have the facts because yes. you could think you're honoring your temple right. and you can just still be destroying it right um yeah i mean i've had conversations with you know people who will tell me oh i had an apple as a snack you yeah. know in the afternoon mm -hmm. And, but they don't tell me that they had, you know, a cheeseburger for lunch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so they're, they feel like they're doing something healthy. By having have some that, healthy, some healthy, yeah. some healthy option or, or choice. Mm -hmm. But the, the, I think that the challenge is, is that you aren't necessarily going to feel the benefits mm -hmm. when you're still eating those toxic foods. Meaning you, you know, your point about, you know, people coming to grips with and having that honest mm -hmm. kind of look at what they're eating and this, what the science supports yeah. in terms of it being beneficial for yeah. your body or not being beneficial. And, um, and you know, we, we use terms like inflammation, mm -hmm. you know, something that's pro-inflammatory mm -hmm. versus something that's anti-inflammatory yeah. um, as being 
healthy, the anti-inflammatory. And I think that it helps to, um, and this is why I love the program that we have with the four day challenge mm -hmm. and the four week course is because you do take that moderation off the table. Mm -hmm. So you've got a good data point. So as a believer, yeah. you know, you have an opportunity to really feel mm -hmm. what it's like to mm -hmm. eat like Daniel. Yeah and have that as as an reference, as a yeah. reference point mm -hmm. to how you used to feel yes. before you started yes. eating that way yes and, and i think this is where this is not your church's daniel fest comes in yeah because we know what sometimes we have been able to feel what it felt like because some people have been doing daniel fast in the church True. and they've gotten that 30 days and they feel great and they feel good and they've lost weight and they're like yeah this is so great and i've spoken to many people like uh -huh. this I've even been one of those people too because I, I, I've done it, but I, I cheated on the Daniel Fast. So I never really did it purely until I did it that last time. So I maybe not. But, you know, I've spoken to a lot of people that felt great, lost weight. But then as soon as the 30 days was over, they, bam. They went back. They went back. Yeah. And so part of that is that is, is not really making the connection that this is the way I need to feel all the time. This is what God right. is calling me to right. is in that good spot. Right. It's not about going back to my bad way of eating. Right. And, and I guess it's really being connected to the fact of, we use this phrase a lot, my body's a temple of God. And mm -hmm. we understand, even if you're doing these things, you understand that you're abusing your body. So if you're doing drugs or mm -hmm. if you're doing things that are harming your body, you, even if you're doing it, you kind of acknowledge that. Mm -hmm. But there's a disconnect when it comes to food. Right. We don't, we've, we've despiritualized food to the point where we feel like it's a non, it's a non-relevant piece to this puzzle. And right. it actually is. It is, it's even probably more huge than some of the other things on the table. Right. Because we're eating these things every day, all day. Right. You know what I mean? And so for the smoker who's smoking, you know, maybe who smokes in the morning and maybe after the lunch, we're eating breakfast, lunch, snack, dinner. Right, right. So we're putting that inflammation in 24 seven, right. 365 days a year. So I think right. it's even worse. Um, but we're not making those connections to that food is, is, is a toxic thing that could be damaging our temple. And I think we have to start making those connections. And the Daniel fast, I don't think when we look at being inspired by Daniel's life, I don't think it was anything that we should say it should just be for 30 days. And I think this is what we're trying to inspire people to, to look at it differently. Mm -hmm. The Daniel fast shouldn't be something that we just do for 30 days. The right. Daniel fast should be a lifestyle because when you look at the fruit, he was stronger, more mental. Like this is what we want. Right. 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 And so why are we making this just a 30 day thing and then making the, the unhealthy eating the rest of the year? Right. Shouldn't we be living in, in the, in the moment of the, of the benefits right. rather than the benefits just being a 30 day thing. And right. so this is our goal, I think is to challenge the church to say, is Daniel fast really just something for the beginning of the year? Or is this something that we should be desiring to make a lifestyle? Right. Right. You know, should we be eating like Daniel? And that's the question I challenge the church with. Should we be eating like Daniel? Or is this something that we're just like, no, it's just for 30 days. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, I think and that's, that's, and when you break it down, there's no justification. There's no good justification other than, other than just going back to the, not, the yeah. addiction of, 
being addicted to those yeah foods. because you can't wait to get back this yeah is, this is just a yeah a, 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 a prelude to to do something collectively to yeah. pray for something and and, and the food is your modern yeah day idol. i don't think i don't yeah. exactly yeah. is is the idea that we don't really want to let go of these foods so we could do it for a period of time and we don't really focus on the health part of it when we're doing the, the daniel fast either that's another daniel fast right yeah. normally we're just focusing on maybe spiritual growth which is great but um, like we said in the other podcast, you have this wonderful gift under the tree of good health mm -hmm. that you are not even acknowledging and just kind of putting aside yeah. um, when really that's one of the biggest benefits of the Daniel Fast is, is, is gaining great health. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's, it's, it's a touchy subject for the church, but I think it's a subject that we have to face, especially now when we're really in the middle of a pandemic. Mm -hmm. And the cause of pandemics have a lot to do with the way that we're raising cattle, we're raising animals, yeah, we're eating all these exotic things, getting more into the wild, all to feed an appetite mm -hmm. that we shouldn't be eating in the first place. Right. And so it's destroy it's causing a pandemic. It's destroying our bodies. It's as we saw in the movie last night, it's even affecting the workers that working in these places psychologically right. physically emotionally and the it's, environment is in the I environment mean, the, waste, the waste that they were saying that the, the amount of animals waste. that they do yeah. per waste just to just just to feed these animals they're, along they're spraying like you know feces and urine in fields that is basically permeating miles out from where the factory farms are and exactly. the people that have to live in these conditions exactly because they own a home near exactly. these farms that exactly. were placed in their neighborhood. It's, and then it becomes a social justice it's issue. It's a social justice issue. And so. even just the, the way that we're treating animals at this point, right. piling them in, not giving them a quality of life. Even if you're raised, raising cattle, that was never the design to be giving them this disquality of life until just their torture, torture just so that we can have all these excessive amount of meats. And so the church has to look at this as an ethical issue, as a moral issue, as a spiritual issue, what would Jesus do? Would Jesus be walking around packing in animals into, and being okay with that? Would right. Jesus be okay with the environment being decimated? Right. And ultimately, would Jesus be okay with tearing down the temple of God? Mm -hmm. I don't think so. No. And this is where we have to realize that we are the gatekeepers of this earth. We are stewards of our bodies and we're stewards of this earth. And we can't pretend that we don't have a voice. We have to stand out in the culture. And this is, again, I really believe that we're in a Daniel moment mm -hmm. where we need to stand out from the culture. Yeah. Thank you for joining us on the Healthy For My Purpose podcast. We hope you enjoyed the community and are walking away empowered and encouraged to live your healthiest life for your God-ordained purpose. You can connect with us on Facebook and Instagram to enjoy fellowship with like-minded women. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this on iTunes. Until we meet again, keep honoring your body for your purpose.